Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, You're recording. And, you know, we have this amazing client support bonus happening right now. Mm -hmm. So if you sign up three new clients or reactivated, right? Does reactivated count? Yep. Um, income disclosure. We'll go back. March 1st to May 31st. I'll let Allison read the income (laughs) disclosure statement because I think she is raring to read it. She's been ready (laughs) to read this. Optivia makes no guarantee of financial success. Success with Optivia results from successful sales efforts, which require hard work, diligence, skill, persistence, competence, and leadership. Please see the Optivia income disclosure statement for statistics on actual earnings of coaches. All right. Well, now that we're officially recording, we should probably introduce ourselves. And oh, the dogs. That's Salem. (laughs) Hashtag real life. We got one dog under our legs and one over here. Well, we're super excited to talk with everybody today. Like we were saying before, my name is Sarah Preston. And then um, I get the honor of co-hosting with these two rock stars. I'm Michelle Sims. I'm Carrie. And we are beneath Sarah, as I like to say. (laughs) She's our coach. Whatever, but we're so like toe and toe now with just leadership stuff that it's almost just kind of fun because we get to like work, what is it, in tandem essentially. Um, and it's just so fun. And they were probably my what were you guys like my first partners too? They were practice health assessments. Yeah. Kelly Montgomery <laughs> and Sarah called us and we were credit card throwers to you got a two for one right away. So Carrie was actually a practice health assessment. And then right before we were going to do it, she said, oh, and Michelle wants to to join too. And so we're like, oh, I guess we're going to be doing two um, at the same time. And then, yeah, they both signed up. And now I think that's what's been the most fun about this is getting to grow together with like your besties and um, look at us now. So now we've got you guys are IPDs and not working as much in anesthesia. So been pretty fun yeah and I remember Kelly on the phone said I've known Kelly a while too and she says well Carrie you don't really have much to lose right and I had gained weight over the last few years and I said I could probably lose like 15 pounds I ended up losing 22 but I remember Kelly being like oh okay so yeah Uh, March 13th 2020 was my very last anesthesia shift so it's been three years Mm -hmm. wow anesthesia you don't want her and you're okay like you didn't like you know I think that's where we all get worried like oh no but what if like you know but here you are so yeah I know for me it was um COVID 2020 I was furloughed in anesthesia for four months and was like well I still have this so it's amazing what you can get done when you have the time to do it (laughs) you know part of what we have taught here is if you're a fully integrated business coach and still working full-time, it can be tough to have that mindset switch back and forth, you know, between your work and, and this, and, um, it can limit your pace some, but that being said, we're here to offer tips for no matter where people are. Cause we understand a lot of people are still working. So, um, it still can be done. All right. So should we start off with some of the announcements we wanted to get through? Yeah. I think Allison, did you have some stuff in that? slideshow 
Yeah, I have slides for announcements. If you guys want that, would that be helpful? Sure, Sarah, go for it. Huh, me? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have the client support bonus plus uh, March 1st through May 31st. And hopefully everybody here um, knows about this. If you don't know about this um, bonus, or, you know, let us know so we can go into more detail. But um, hopefully you're communicating this to your teams. This is such a huge opportunity. It includes people too that are reactivated clients um, from 180 days prior. So three to four qualified clients, you get an extra 3% of your coach's FCV, which turns out I had to look that up. I did not know what the difference between FCV and FQV was, but it's what it's a little bit more, right? I think than the FQV, but, um, and then if you help five qualifying clients, so either a combination of new and reactivated, it's a 5% payout um, on top of your FCV. So we really wanted to, yes, Jen, we really wanted to say that even as leaders, we are all sort of recommitting to like what we're saying, five and one in our business. So back to basics for all of us, adding five new clients and one new coach. Um, and what are we doing to get there? Doing all the basic stuff like burn boot camp. Uh, which has been really amazing, don't you guys think? I've really loved the um, just the mo momentum coming off of Ignite, following into the boot camp. I think has been awesome, and we've had two um, two boot camps so far. So it's still going to be going on every Saturday through April first. And truly, this is for everybody. Every coach can benefit from showing up to this boot camp. I've even noticed for myself, it's just reinforcing all of those things that I need to do. Cause sometimes as business leaders, you know, you just kind of get in fun in the weeds and you kind of forget about the basics. <laughs> we all still need to really prioritize um, kind of five and wanting our business as well. So we kind of wanted to ask everybody here, like if you're willing to commit to five and wanting your business with us um, along with, you know, all of our, our teams and, and what that looks like. So Okay. And then the other um, fun thing is we are still doing the face-to-face -face challenge. So if you haven't done that yet, that's going to be super important because, you know, your clients and your teams kind of follow what you do, right? So um, if you're not doing that, then they're going to be less likely to do that. You can kind of shake it up stories and timeline. I started out mine in the stories and then I just recently did it on my timeline. Um, Okay. Yeah, I like mixing it up for sure. Uh, everywhere. Yeah, and Sarah, I wanted to show them because we were just announcing the client support bonus. I wanted to show them um, a quick way to kind of see like, well, who who in your business is getting close to that? Yes. Um, so I wanted to show, I just kind of quickly did like this little like document here just so, so you guys had the visuals. Um, so in Connect, so hopefully everyone on this call has signed in a connect and has played around with it and learned it and gotten used to it. Um, but on connect, if you go to hover over engage and then down to client support bonus plus, it'll have a little plus there. 
it'll put, pull up a chart for you and you can switch it to your whole organization. Um, I like to, if you click the little three dots beside one of the columns, you can remove some of the columns to clean it up if you want. Um, you can hit CSV to export it into like a numbers document for you to print if you want. Um, but I also like to sort this. You see this third column here, and I've removed some columns to protect people's privacy. Um, but this third column here, it says qualifying orders. Um, if you click on that, it will sort it for you. Um, and put the most at the top. So we have a few people who've already signed up five clients. Um, you can see there's some that's, there's one that has four. So that would be somebody I'd want to reach out to and say, hey girl, like, or boy, you know, one more client, one more new client or reactivated client. And you get a, you know, you get 5% more on your FCV. Um, I wouldn't say FCV because most people don't know what that is, but um, you get a commission increase or you yep. get a 5% commission increase. Um, so, you know, that's just a quick way to go into connect literally can take 30 seconds to pull up this chart right here. Um, sort it, you can sort it by coach. So you can see like what, you know, coaches are having people sign up a lot of clients, you know, have coaches signing up a lot of clients. Um, and then Michelle, you're the one that's so good at mentoring and updating. How do you go in there? How do you let them know? Give us some examples of how you, you see somebody at four new clients. What do you do? The driver here. It depends on their personality and it depends on the relationship. And, you know, hopefully I've been communicating with them throughout the month and it's not my first time popping in there, but I like to see, you know, how, you know, hopefully they've sent a map. I sort of know what they were, what they were trying to achieve for the month and just checking in with them. How are things going? Oh my God, I see you've signed up four new slash reactivated clients this month. That's incredible. How are you feeling about things? You're so close to earning your client support bonus plus, you know, one more new client this month and you're going to earn an extra 5%. Are you um, going to send out a script and then send that not, not to every time? Spam. Don't spam your coaches. No, I'm not going to do that. Good. And I'm going to, you know, obviously know whether they're impact driven, income driven, and you sort of tailor your communication to that. So that's how I'm going to start with it. Why don't you want to just spam everybody? That would be quicker and easier. <laughs> Copy and paste a script. Because it's not personable. It's not a great way to build relationship. Everybody's different. Everybody's different. We learned about the yes. disc. And this does include reactivated. Yeah. Yes. And that was, that was really key for me because looking at that report, I realized people didn't even know that they had qualified because sometimes you have clients that reactivate and they didn't tell you or like, or you as their coach, all you're looking at is their new clients and you didn't realize that they had a reactivated client. And so I was like, oh, wow, this person hasn't signed up any new clients, but she has two reactivated clients. So she just needs one potentially new client to qualify. So that was just kind of really interesting to see and be able to like let people know. Um, and yes, like Jen said, we are really committing to like new clients, but I think it's interesting because some people just don't even realize yeah. um, that it, you know, can include that too. But um, <clears throat> so, cause I was looking at that, like, wait, that person hasn't signed up any, how are they qualifying? And it's because of the, you know, reactivated clients. Yeah. Okay. Definitely and new then, is going to be more impactful than for sure. reactivated. Yeah. Yeah. 
especially this time of year, right? Yeah. So I'm nice. um, and then Sarah, I'll let you talk about the report for projected FQV. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. that's kind of funny because I actually, well, I think Jen was on one of these calls once and she was like, I didn't even know they switched that. And I was like, I didn't either because, you know, when we were um, growing as coaches in this business, we didn't have the watch list. Um, we had to manually enter our um, projected and current FQV for us and all our coaches. So if you don't have the watch list, it's definitely doable, but they actually made it a little bit easier now and connect. Is that what you're talking about, Carrie, where they have the two? Yeah. Yep. Your um, report, it's, I don't know if it's just me, but it's, it's kind of small on the screen. So it's hard to see, but um, there we go. So anyways, they're protecting privacy. I think, did you get rid of your names? I did. Yeah. Okay. But you can still see, you're just adding the FQV and the projected premier columns. And this there. is under um, all coaches report. So you log into connect, you click on engage all coaches report. And then as you guys hopefully know, you can um, sort the columns so you can get rid of stuff you don't want to see. So for privacy, they just got rid of names. So if you scroll over, it actually tells you what their current FQV is and their projected FQV. So you can obviously add those together to get a sense of where they're projected to be at the end of the month. Um, but the watch list has been so awesome just because it not only gives you their projected, but a bird's eye view of everything, how many senior coaches they have, how many new clients they have, how many Excel new clients they have. I mean, and you can break it down in pods. So if you're not using, I mean, some people are paper people, so you can use it on your map too. But I like how um, Jen taught wants to kind of break it down in pods. And I do that on my watch list too, um, kind of by... Um, different teams so it's easier to look at okay and it'll also show on the watch list will also show cancellations which mm -hmm. I think if you see a ton of cancellations might be an issue with client support you know they may be they're texting their clients instead of calling them so sometimes it's good to check in yeah and ask them how their clients support how they feel their client support is going and just know that you know that projected premiere uh, number and their FQV that can change daily, hourly, really, um, as people change their orders, move their orders, you know, what have you, maybe they add clients so that, mm -hmm. you know, you get it in real time, but just know that that can change day to day and probably will change day to day, especially as the emails go out the seven day and the four day emails for them to edit their order. That's when you see the big changes. Yep. Um, well, like we were saying before, we, you know, this is kind of a, a great opportunity to really focus on kind of that mid-month kind of pulse check on your business. So it's kind of why we were showing you where to find these numbers because we thought it might be a good opportunity. I don't know how people are feeling. Like, have you guys, you know, done some of your mid-month stuff yet? Sometimes people come prepared to these calls, which is great. Um, already kind of having checked up on their two that they're working with or um, their teams, but we thought we could kind of help out with making this a little bit of a working hour with giving suggestions and just um, kind of saying, okay, let's have everybody take a few minutes to run their numbers, see where you're at, like, are your two still your two? <laughs> um, and then, you know, we can kind of offer suggestions for how we check in. So 
um, we're going to talk a little bit about just kind of what you do and what you have your coaches focus on. So I know we've talked about this before. Does everybody kind of understand what we're talking about when we say, do you know who your two are? If you don't, don't feel bad. You can let us know. <clears throat> and then we can kind of explain a little bit just for recording purposes. But hopefully at the beginning of the month, you identified first, you know, what does your business need? <laughs> it's always good to put your own oxygen mask on right before you assist others. So running your own numbers, like where is your FQV? Are you still projected to be where you need to be? Um, and then like, how am I doing at reaching my goals? And obviously there's a variety of different people here. Um, so your goals might be, you know, include um, uh, teams reaching wins and getting wins for, for that to happen. Um, but sometimes, you know, you may have given direction in the beginning of the month to somebody who you thought was one of your two, and you go to check in at the middle of the month and not a lot's happening. <laughs> so do you need to pivot? This is really the time when you want to double check your, your goals for the month because you still have the rest of the month left. And this is when it's fun, right? You don't want to be waiting till the 29th of the month to try to cross the finish line with people. It just, it feels icky. Um, so this is the fun time when you can give people the time to get there. So Carrie just showed you how to do it if you don't have the watch list, but if you do have a watch list, this is going to be a good time to go ahead and run your numbers, check yourself. How are you doing? Are your two still your two, or do you need to pivot? Does anybody have questions about finding your two? For our newer coaches, yes. Um, that's just really going to be, you know, identifying what does your business need? So are you looking for income or time freedom? I mean, sometimes you can't control what you're working with, but that's always a good thing to think about. So is that going to involve building EDs or building FIBICs for time freedom? And then the bigger question is, do you have anybody on your team that also wants those things? right? You don't want to run with someone who doesn't have the same goal. So, um, you know, identifying your top two people, because really as one person, you can only effectively work with two people when you're running with them, right? Like you can't expect to work well with 30 different people throughout the month. You just can't give them th that much time. So really who are those two people that you're going to be toe to toe with every week? Um, kind of giving them most of your time, right? So, yeah, I, um, you know, it's a lot of times it's who's got their hand up, who's in momentum, yeah, who's, you know, the report I, I showed earlier, like who's added five new clients for the month. They may be very deep and you, they may not be, you know, someone that you would work with directly, but just looking for those people and you're, that you're working with, you know, who's really wanting it and in momentum. Yeah. And someone said, how do you motivate this? These aren't typically the ones that you have to do a lot of motivating with. They are intrinsically motivated. They're wanting it. They're showing up to power hour. They're, they're doing the things and you're there to help guide them and, you know, just make sure you're giving in the, the right action steps. And so, I mean, that's kind of how I'm identifying my two. Yeah. It's what my business needs and who also has their hand up and wants it. Yeah. Does that I mean, kind of answer the question there? 
And another example is like, if I'm an FIBC and I cross the line with five senior coaches or higher, I know that my business needs a sixth senior coach. So I know that if that's my business, I'm going to work on adding new and doing some coach explorers and bringing on new coaches and building them up to senior coach. So I know that that's going to be a part of my business. Yeah. It's, and it's a balance, you know, I mean, the one thing you don't want to have happen, which happens to all of us is like, you're running with those people who you need, you know, like I got to get to my rank and I need you to get to senior coach, or I need you to get to ED. You're not really running. You're dragging, you're dragging them. You're not really running with them. And, And that's not really a fun place to be. We've all been there and, you know, you, you, you do what you have to do, but you know, you're always looking for those that, that don't need to be dragged. You know, yeah. they want to be pushed. Sure. Lead, to, lead to need, right? Yeah. You yeah. can't lead them if you need them. Yeah. And there's another one that Jen always says, it's you take what you got till you get what you need. I think something like that. You can lead a horse to water. You, you can't, can't lead a horse to water, water but you can salt their oats. <laughs> that is such a, Gen, a lot of such uh, influence. Jenisms. Yeah. That one always cracks me up. I don't know if she makes these up or what, but she'll probably pipe in here. Um, yeah, I mean, and you can. People don't know what that means to salt a horse's oats, so you might want to explain. <laughs> what? You need to explain like that more enticing. <laughs> Horses like it's salt. Just, if, you, if you salt their oats, it makes them thirsty, so they're more likely to drink. You can't make them drink, but you can make them thirsty. You can dangle the carrot, so to speak. You can entice them. Entice. You can make it attractive. You can awaken them. Mm -hmm. Which is what you should be doing at the beginning of the month when you're identifying your two, right? So um, I know we were always taught you you are identifying your two. You're not like asking a bunch of people first. You're thinking about, what your business needs and picking those two that you think, and then you're going to see, do the, the, does this person want that goal? Am I going to be working with them? And you can pivot from there. If that makes sense. So um, you can, you know, offer to, if you think that person's one of your two and you want to offer to hop on a zoom with them, it's a quick way to find out if that person's actually going to be one of your two or not. Like she said, making them thirsty, connecting with them, letting them know where they're at and that you would like to walk alongside of them or whatever. Um, you know, you can inspire somebody to, you can try to inspire somebody to want that goal, but you can't force them to want that goal. That makes sense. Um, you know, so hopefully people have it on their maps and they are asking for that goal, you know, but, and then you can always attempt to inspire them as well, but you can't, you know, say, oh, this is my ED, but they don't, if they don't want that goal, you know, that's going to be really hard to work with. Yeah. And I know for our two, we're, we're talking frequently. Those are, those are two coaches that we are working heavily with back and forth, bouncing the ball. Like we're working in tandem, so to speak throughout the month. So you, you kind of know and have a good pulse on that early on in the month. Yeah. And if, like she said, if you're a FIBIC, I think the first thing to do for yourself is look at your five senior coaches. Are they all projected to hit senior coach with a spare ideally, right? Cause we're still mid month. So, um, and then do you have, like Michelle said, do you have a spare senior coach? If you are not 
one of those should be one of your two for sure. Cause you always want to, um, you make, make sure yourself are going to be where you need to be. Yeah. And then maybe your other one could be building one of those senior coaches to ED or, you know, um, something like that. So that's kind of how I help people identify who their two are. I think Shaylee has her hand raised. You have a question. I do. I'm in the beginning stages of, you know, getting to that FIBC and I'm almost there and it keeps just teasing me every month. Um, so I have uh, a couple coaches that they've hit senior coach a couple times. And then of course, you know, people move out of orders or quit or whatever. Um, they say that they are super motivated and they really want it. And they have been somewhat consistent one more than the other. Um, have you found any other ways to help keep them motivated and I know you don't want to drag them and I do have two new coaches as well that are you know it's like okay let's let's bring on some new people but um and they they are a little more motivated than the other two that have been doing it so I'm just kind of teetering back and forth back and forth I just if anybody has any ways I have reached out and said hey what do you are you open to it? Just as Valara has done with my coaches as well. Uh, would you be open to, you know, knowing of some things that would work better? So you're asking like um, advice on how to inspire your current senior coaches to continue to hit senior coach, even though they're not doing the things they're they're doing the things but one of them lets life get in the way constantly and then she'll spend a whole day doing it and then it's not and you know she doesn't want to give up because she sees the potential of this um the other one uh is kind of wishy-washy <laughs> and so i know that i need to shift but now i'm shifting to those brand new coaches <laughs> and the other two are fine and so it's like oh yeah, I mean, it can definitely feel that way until you build a nice buffer of people. But I mean, I think as long as you have um, made that connection with them to really figure out what drives them, you know, um, that's why as FIVX, those meet and greets are so important. So you know what's driving a coach to, to get to senior coach. Um, and then that way you can always pull back on that why for them to help motivate them. But if you don't know what, why they want this or wh why do they want senior coach? Like, what would that mean for them? Um, it can be harder for them to rationalize doing any of those actions, you know? Um, so, and then sometimes I will just ask more questions. So if, if they say they want senior coach, or I just had somebody that said they wanted ED, um, I like to know where their head's at. So I said, that's awesome. So, um, you know, what are you doing to get there? And ask them what they think they, what they think they're doing. Yeah. Um, so that you can kind of then maybe offer tweaks and adjustments. Um, and sometimes I know I was asked that question when I was growing and it sort of was like, oh, um, you know, either they don't really know or maybe their head's just a little bit off on, you know, that consistency piece. Yeah, yeah. And it's, what's, oh, go ahead. Just gonna say, 
you know, you're always going to run into people who are those habitual excuse makers. Um, I hate Carrie's just keeping it real over here today. No, that's good. (laughs) Um, it's hard because you just, you see it and you're just like, Oh, you know, but I think just getting them on boot camp and the Tuesday night calls and just keeping them inspired and yeah, you know, hopefully they'll come around. And yeah. And what's holding them back from being consistent? Is it a structure thing? Is it that they're an eye and they're like, no, what the power hours are because I can't put anything in my calendar and maybe they're business binging, which it, it sounds like you might've mentioned that where they're like, I'm going to do all of my business on Saturday instead of maybe touching it like we normally teach, you know, in the nooks and crannies here and there. Um, and then what motivates them if they need the extra income? I mean, now's the time we've got the client support bonus um, plus, which is a really good motivator. Um, incentive trip, which is a huge motivator, if you ask me. Um, that's not still a whisper campaign, is it? <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> I like that though. Where you know, like yeah. what's holding you back? I think that's a great question to ask because then I think you can identify, is it a skill set problem? Is it an action problem? Or is it a concept that they have? you know, yeah. and you kind of know what you need to help them through. Because I have a lot of coaches who just keep throwing out action steps all the time mm-hmm. and the person doesn't do it. And that's probably because we need to address a different, you know, a concept maybe, or time management, you know, so you really got to, is spending that time to really figure out like what, you know, what is holding them back from doing those things. What are you yeah. talking about concept? What's that? What do you mean by concept? Like, do they have a concept around post like branding, like oh. you know, about not posting side by sides or um, things like that, you know, different concepts and then helping them work through those. But yeah, concept, action, skill. I think that gives a good direction for coaches. I know Gina's taught that before, what she called the sack, I think. <laughs> um identifying one of those three things that might be holding them back, but you have to come in with relationship first, you know, so that you have that trust built and they're willing to kind of talk with you about that stuff. Um, you know, so phone calls, zooms, those kind of things are going to be more effective than trying to figure that out over a messenger. Yeah. And I think Sarah's always been really good at asking questions and then just letting them talk and then just being an active listener of, trying to find out what's what's going on a lot of times just getting them to talk and answer questions they kind of come to the conclusion of like oh I'm just not prioritizing this or oh I'm just not in very good structure and I need to you know and it's a lot more powerful if they kind of come to the conclusion because you're guiding them with questions um than if you just send them a bunch of action steps so it's definitely an art you know it's not cut and dry or maybe they're overwhelmed that, I mean, yeah. all sorts of things come up when you start asking the questions. Um, and another thing is sometimes the train's got to keep moving and you've got two other coaches that sound like they're motivated. And I mean, I would be wanting them to probably be a part of my two for this month. You know, if they were like, Hey, I want this and they're motivated, then, you know, that's where you might want to spend your time. Yeah. Yeah. If you've done your best to plug somebody in and give them that direction and they're still not following through, we always say, don't want to drag a dead horse, so to speak. So if you have fresh, you know, people to work with, then definitely making sure you're pivoting your attention to the new. Um, But yeah, I like 
kind of checking in and asking those questions and then also saying, you know, if you find out it's time management, it's that same thing with concepts. And if I would you, it's like, hey, if I helped you find small pockets of time in your day, would you be open to doing some of these activities that are going to help move your business forward? You know, sometimes coaches just don't understand that, like we just talked about on the last boot camp, you know, the value of just small consistency. Um, I had a coach that I'm working with in depth who said, <clears throat> yeah, I want ED, but I'm just going to coast this month. It's this month, she said. It's going to coast. Well, I'm just busy, um, but I want ED and I'll come back to it in June. <clears throat> um, or I'm, I'm going to have more time to work in in the summer. Well, do you think she's going to have a business in June if she's coasting in March? Probably not. You know, March but is not a good time to coast. March is like a second January. That's going to be know. a pivot. No, that's going to be also, though, she may just not understand. So like, oh, does she not understand the value of consistency and even what small consistent action could do for her in the meantime? Um, and making sure that they at least, you know, have that, that knowledge. So, um, Sarah, did you say that to her? How did you, well, this was actually, um, a, a FIBIC of mine who was trying to work with a coach. And uh, so I'm training, you know, that FIBIC on how to respond to this person. And so I suggested that she maybe consider setting up a call. I'm like, if there's a huge disconnect between their goals and their actions, <laughs> You know, um, you can't just keep throwing out like, oh, well, what if you just, you know, worked in power hours and all these things over messenger, they're probably not going to do it because they don't understand the value of it. Um, you know, so hopping on that zoom and then starting out with, so you say you want ED, like what, what would that mean for you and your family? Like why, you know, why do you want to get there? And if it's income or whatever it is you know, then they're going to start to see the value in getting there so that when you tell them, um, you know, that really this business works based on consistency and time. And even if it's just small pockets of consistent time, that's going to allow them to still be moving forward in their business. So even if they can give it more time in the summer, sure, but you know, you want to still have a business in the summer, <laughs> And so once you've kind of established why they want it, you know, then it's easier for them to receive like, hey, if I could give you some, you know, suggestions or small tweaks that you could do or help you find time in your schedule, would you be open to that? And getting them on that Zoom face-to-face, -face, building that trust and relationship is going to go a lot farther than trying to throw a bunch of action steps at them in, in Messenger. So, um, but again, you don't want to spend tons of time there. So if you do that, and still, <laughs> you know, you're not seeing things, then that's going to be your cue that, hey, the train's going to keep moving. I'm going to hold space for this person. They know what they need to do, but I'm going to go focus on the new. Yeah, it's like Krista Horse at Ignite said, you know, people say a lot of things. I watch what they do. Um, so at some point, you know, you just I love that. watching yeah. what they're doing, which is not much then, you know, that's your cue. So, yeah. um, and I, obviously I'm sure most of us are like, if only they would have just watched Shannon's bootcamp last week about consistency, they would know like why, right. Um, uh, so, I mean, that always is frustrating when you're like, 
if only they would get on the things, you know, because I know for me personally, like Carrie was saying, hearing it from different leaders. And um, that's why we really try to invite people to these things, because they often get inspired by hearing it, you know, in a different way from a different leader. And they're like, oh, yeah, like I can see now, like why this is important. Um, so that's why we really strongly encouraged to personally invite our coaches to these things if we know it's important for them, right? Not like spamming them in threads about boot camps and stuff, but. Yep. All right, well, I hope that made some sense. Um, so I don't know if we, anyone's doing anything. We are we're sort of like, should we do like an activity where like, if you guys wanna spend some time sort of identifying your two and running your numbers, I don't know if you guys have been doing that. Um, you know, or we could spend some time actually reaching out to um, do our mid-month check-ins and, and chat about that too. We could take a couple minute break and they can send some audios or do some of the, I'll put the reports back up if you guys want to screenshot them so you can remember how to get to those two reports that we've, sh we've shown you. Um, so you want to take a few minutes, Sarah, and let them Take a break. Yeah. And, you know, just to kind of, if there's newer coaches that need some direction with that, um, just for an example, you know, really writing down, like if you have an ED who's blended, you know, what is their projected FQV? And then I write, like if their goal is eventually to get to FIBIC, one, two, three, four, five below them, who are their coaches? What's their projected FQV? you know, and having a bird's eye view of that, or maybe you're running with an ED, what's their projected FQV if they don't have coaches, um, or if you're running with a FIBIC, one, two, three, four, five, where are their senior coaches at, um, et cetera. So kind of having written down their projected FQVs with who you're running with, um, including their coaches. And if anyone has questions, let us know in the chat. Yes, Allison. I think it would be super cool to give um, either a newer FIBC or someone who's not quite as fluent in all of this the opportunity to um, let you or whoever go through, evaluate a situation of a coach, no names of course used. Um, we don't wanna see the reports. We just want you to say, you know, for example, I have someone running for ED. Um, they have a coach with four clients and they themselves have 4,500 in FQV. Um, how do you work? So if anyone has a, if anyone has a specific one of their two that they want to run by um, these three business leaders, Fibbles, IPDs, um, would you please just raise your hand and present your case succinctly and um, let them talk you through what they would do? And I think we should stop screen share. Yeah. 
Okay, so if anyone has a question, so I think I know one or two people who are running for FIBC this month in this group right now. Um, so please feel free to raise your hand and get some mentorship. And this is, you know, we are better together. And even if Sarah is not your mentor, um, you might hear something new and it, you know, and it, and we all have our different ways of doing things. I mean, Sarah was like, well, I don't run a ton of reports. And I'm like, neither do I. And Carrie and Michelle were like, we do. We run reports all the time. So it just goes to show you that, I mean, I don't run reports. I do look at my watch list. I do work heavily on my map. It's a running document for me all month long. And it's a mess. And it's usually crunched up in the bottom of my bag multiple times and with rips and holes by the end of the month. Um, because that's how I grew. So um, if there's anyone on here who wants to hear from the uh, from Sarah the Swan, please put your hand up and be brave. We got Kristen. We got two people okay. with hands up. Okay. Oh, I didn't see it. Okay. Go yeah, ahead, Kristen. So not much of a voice, but I'm actually going to ask a question that I think some of the some of our teammates on here <laughs> need to hear. Um, <laughs> can you talk a little bit about when you have to choose to be one of your two for the month? Mm -hmm. How you treat yourself during that? That's a good. That's a good one. I've definitely had to do that before. Um, so, like, if I'm my own one of two, then that's going to be, I guess, if I need to find the new. So do I need to ask for coach explorers this week? Um, right. And making sure I have followed up with anybody who maybe we've done a celebration call with, and I've offered coaching to, um, if I don't have the people that I need to get where I want to go on my team, then I'm one of my two <laughs> because I need to grow new. So, um, you know, are you five and one in your business, right? Are you exactly. doing, you doing power hours? Are you showing up? Mm -hmm. Are you adding new clients? And are you asking for coach explorers? And personally, I kind of need to give myself like a, like, I'm going to, you know, commit to asking two or three people for a coach explorers this week. Um, I'm going to commit to however many power hours and follow-ups like for me. I was listening to Tylena actually the other day and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm, I need to do better at that. It's like going back through your old um, clients or not or health assessments that you didn't sign up. Have you followed up with those people recently? You know, it's all that basic stuff sometimes as FIBICs and business leaders, or um, you just get in the weeds of helping other people, but not yourself. So mm -hmm. Well, what I was going to say is exactly that, Sarah. I would say that for me, I made myself one of my two this month because I committed that I was going to bring on five new clients, not five comebacks, five brand new clients. Because I think we have three or four comebacks, but we have two new and we have two in the pipeline and another one in the pipeline. So we're at our two. We do have one new coach. And um, I am not stopping this month with my own frontline stuff. And I think that anyone on here who's been doing the boot camp probably should make yourself one of your two this month. 
Mm-hmm. Don't and take the best player out of the game. Yeah. You know? And we did that, you know, back in 2020 when, Oh yeah. COVID classic. I mean, we, um, that was a time where we really made ourselves one of our two, um, for a couple of months where we were just really hitting social media hard and, you know, attempting to get some clients and, uh, it made a huge difference in our business and we were global at that time. So this never ends. I mean, Jen's an IPD and she's mm-hmm. still signing on new. So yeah, the new is where growth comes from. And we challenged ourselves. I mean, we were doing coach explore after coach explore after coach explore. I mean, we were killing it. If we knew if we wanted to bring on two new coaches, we were probably going to have to do seven to eight coach explorers, you know? So we were absolutely putting ourselves out there and asking people. And at that point, we were bringing on a lot of new coaches because we were doing the work. We were doing it ourselves. Yeah. Know? And I, makes I can, a big difference. I can think of a coach in our organization now who's put herself as they have put themselves as one of their two. And I'm seeing new coach threads and coach explores happening and things like that. And it's, it's fun to watch. You know who you are. Not naming, <laughs> naming any names, but you're doing a good job. I'm going to hear somebody else. I guess Kaylee. No. <laughs> we got you, Kaylee. Does she have a question? No, she's got a baby. Okay. <laughs> Talk about rock star up there. I think Shali has her hands up. Yeah, hand she up. Does. Yes. Shali, you're still on mute. Oh, it may have been old. Was that an old hand up? No, I'm I'm right at that spot. So I would love some help. Um, fortunately my one, uh, coach that has hit ED once and then struggled for four months, she is projected to hit ED, but she also had a a coach sign up and got two clients, um, over the weekend. So she's on fire. So it's exciting, but, um, I'm running my reports right now because I was in an MRI machine today. So Spent an hour in that this morning. Um, So when I do my reports and my watch list, do you want me to just, uh, do do you want to see it? What what do we want to do? (laughs) What what should we do? No, can you just explain it kind of the scenario? So first of all, I don't want you to tell us it's your one ED, okay? Okay. We're just going to say there is an ED in my business. We don't need to know anybody's business here. We don't need to know what anybody's rank is other than the one um, person that who we don't know who it is that we're going to discuss. So there is a coach in your business who was ED once and now their FQV is projected at? Um, let me pull my, I had the watch list and it disappeared. Me and technology, man. No worries. Doesn't take technology. You'll be fine. (laughs) It's that FI, or I mean a DI. (laughs) I totally, uh, barely knew how to copy and paste when I started this business, so... Oh, it disappeared. Why did it do that? So, okay, put your hand up. We're going to come back to you. Get yeah, yeah. FPV, let me put this in. Their coach is projected. 
Okay. Okay. Let me, let me put Jasmina. this. Okay. Thank Meet you. yourself out, Shelly. Hi. Hi. Again, don't share your business. I'm just reminding oh. everybody to oh. say there is a coach. I don't want to know what your FQV is because I know it's killer, but, uh, <laughs> but there is a coach I'm helping them run blah, blah, blah kind of thing. So keep okay. it very, uh, very. Well, actually my, my question is not about any coaches on my team at this moment. My question is about a person who I'm thinking about to bring on a coach explore. So where my business is, is constantly uh, working on bringing on coaches and it's it is happening I'm not complaining but uh, I could do I'm always hungry for more and uh, so there's this lady who I have connected I met her briefly once um, and we are friends on Facebook and she exchanged uh, she's been you know commenting on my transformation a lot and then she uh, one day sent me a long message. So I, you know, I took it further and I said, she said, I lost 70 pounds or something. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. How did you do it? And all of that. And so she said she'd done Ozempic or some medication for some months. And then she joined a University of Kansas program and she, they get together once a week and study something, blah, blah, blah. And I, and, you know, so I've just kept it very friendly Um but she continues to comment a lot on my posts and I'm, I'm not sure whether, you know, she will coach. She looks like she's retired. I don't know her well enough. Um, just ideas on how to take it further because I used to do a lot of asking people without in, enough relationships. I've burnt my fingers many times because I was too forward, which is how my, I am culturally. And now I'm like, oh my God. And then I went the other way and I was like scared to ask anybody. I'm, I'm, I think I'm over that as well, but it's just a matter of gauging when's the right time and is this the right person? So love to hear from you guys. Take it away, Sarah. You got this one. <laughs> I mean, that's, you don't know this person from before. There's just somebody you met on Facebook. I met her personally in Grand Lake or somewhere, taking, took a picture of them. That's it. And I friended them on Facebook. That's it. Like oh. five minutes interaction. But I not a client. She's not a client. And I think she she and her friend had an anti-nuclear poster. And I, I, and I used, because I believe in that, I believe we need to get rid of those weapons. And I started a conversation based on that. Well, I'm so, assuming she's, you know, part of your heart list and staying intentional and building relationship. I mean, so much of that is going to be just, I feel like you'll know when the time is right. Um, you know, just continuing to keep her in relationship, having conversation with her, um, because then you're going to identify potentially a need for coaching. So if you haven't yet had enough of that conversation to be able to identify how coaching could help her in some way, it's going to be hard to initiate that conversation. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, and so I'm always thinking about that with clients, you know, that's why we do the same thing about, as you know, why we do those client calls every week. So you can really be that detective to know, like, how could coaching benefit this person? I mean, that would be my take is if you don't <clears throat> haven't yet built that relationship up enough to know what, you know, how coaching could really benefit her, then keep asking those questions 
um, you know, just to get to know her a little bit more and, and how coaching could potentially benefit her because then when the time is right, you'll be able to feel like you can jump in and, and offer that, but that would be. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I agree. It's going to take patience and building that relationship with her, um, staying in conversation, um, you know, watching for her to post something about health or, you know, and maybe you can, maybe she posts a healthy dinner that she made or something. And, you know, maybe that's kind of your foot in the door of saying, oh, you know, looks like you're, you know, you, you really have a passion for helping people be healthy, you know, that kind of stuff. I'm a health coach. And so I just really connect with that. Thank you for sharing that. So at least you've hinted a little bit about like your health coach, um, just to kind of get your foot in the door. Oh, actually, I've had a conversation with her not so much about my being a health coach, but about how she got healthy, but she's seeing my transformations. And what I'm getting is she's passionate because she's getting healthy. And she put out a post of some weeks ago about losing weight and being on a beach and wearing, you know, a swimsuit. And um, I, I don't remember if I commented on it, but I, I, I'm getting that she, and she's following me all the time. So I get the feeling that she is passionate of course because she's been helped about she did it her own way mm -hmm. and um I haven't broached the, you know about her coaching with me but of course I'm talking about coaching about working with other coaches things like that so <clears throat> I just at have some point at some point you can just say hey you know you seem to have this passion about helping people you know helping others That's what I would and do. you know are you do you have you ever wondered you know about what it is I do as a health coach. Exactly. I think you'd be saying. great. I think, you know, I'd love to talk to you about it, you know, and tell you what I do. Yeah. Um, there are S's. I'm a D. So immediately my thought was, oh I'm a God. D and an I. So I yeah, can't well, She was saying she can sometimes be too direct. So Sarah and I were giving her the S answer. I know. And then you can come in on, on all the transformation stuff. That's my end, yeah. right? Like, Thank you for support, all your support, like on, on all these posts, I see you have a passion for health. Have you ever wondered what it is that I do? I think it would yeah. be an amazing fit. You clearly have a passion for health and wellness. We should chat about it sometime. Yeah. I think you've Here's gotten enough or what's yeah. yours. <laughs> I think you've gotten enough back and forth to where you could be at this point, be yeah. direct and yeah. You know, yeah, so if you've already been having those conversations, then I definitely. Yeah. Thank you. you. What do you have? Jen is a D as well. And she's like in the, she's private messaging. Like <laughs> She's like, just like, ask. Wanting Sarah made to be more direct. So <laughs> I'm like over here doing the most like, I'm going to so not interrupt them. And I'm like, like more of easing, easing into it. But yes. Well, I mean, it's hard to know if you've never, I mean, yeah. If you've been talking to this person for a while and, and she's passionate about health and you know that, well, that's your reason right there, you know? So I haven't been talking to her, but little of it, just the Facebook. Bit, but yeah, Honestly, been, there has been a back and forth on health and it was, it was intentional on my side to ask her how she got healthy and how wonderful and, but I didn't take it to the next point, but I can, I'll hand it over to Charlie. Who's like ready to go. Oh, she's ready. Okay. Yes. Last thing is sure. she's, Thank you. Perfect, oh, she's probably going to need a healthier lifestyle change anyway. She so will gain all that weight back as soon as she comes off the drug. Yep. She may be asking for some yeah. help. That That is a well-known thing with that drug. I'm not, yeah. get me on my soapbox, but. Okay. She's so, gone beyond the drug though. Okay. All right. Thanks. Bye. Uh,
Sholly, I'm sorry. I'm saying no worries. No worries. I'll just do this fast. So, um, we were, I, I was asked to asked on the uh, projected FQV. It's 6373 on the one running for ED. And she has a coach on, on her team. She just added her Friday and with two new clients on Saturday. Runner. Okay. I know. I don't have her just try to get to ED, have her get to blended ED with also an FQV. Yes. I mean, that is over 6,000. That's what I would do. Okay. I mean, right? Mid-month, 6,300 is, is borderline. Right. Like one or two pushouts and that's going to be below 6,000, you know? So okay. I, would, I would encourage her to keep adding clients and go for her five, you know, five and one, her business sounds like she's got the one, her new coach. And Bill Bowie's probably going to well. be her new coach is probably going to be somebody that you're that may maybe one of your two, you know, um, you're going to be keeping an eye on both of those running with both of them. Mm -hmm. Her new coaches, you know, in momentum, girl, send me some pictures. Let's put something out there. I'd be putting new side by sides up for both of them. And the new coach is going to inspire the other coach that's running for ED. So um, that's going to be fun. Okay. It's and like then, a double whammy ED. They get there with the FQVN with a with a senior coach, you know. Right. And would would you reach out to the one that that's in depth? Absolutely. That's your two. That's that's your top priority. Okay. That's one of your two. Yeah. Because I'm I'm assuming that's her first coach. Yes. Yeah. So you're about and you are the mentor for so both of them. It's you, the one running for ED, and then this one. So you're showing, you're doing pretty much everything for that coach. Okay. Coach. Yeah, you get okay. to And she's pretty much a pro. She's been a coach for a year now. And she's run pretty good FQV, but it's always just hovered right under. And then um, I have a senior coach who she's done it inadvertently. <laughs> She has a lot of family members. She has a very big family and a couple of those family members have brought on a friend. So she's, she's uh, looking at senior coach again, um, but she's not doing any of the work. So uh, hoping I can help her understand that intentional versus organic is gonna make the shift. She really is reticent to post um, brand basically. I would just say on that rolling back to that coach, you said has been coaching for a year is still her first coach. Yeah. So that's a whole new skill set. Okay. She, she's a beginner at she's, she's become, you know, a, a seasoned coach as far as client acquisition, but as far as mentoring a new coach and building a senior coach, she's never built a senior coach. That's a different ball game. So you're really going to show her how it's done. She did. Re we did talk Friday when when the new coach signed up and she asked, what are the steps? And I said, so here's here's how we're going to start, you know, and it's taken me a while to figure out how to actually coach a coach as well. Sure. And I've, I've made a lot of mistakes. <laughs> That's how you learn. I know. That's how you, learn. you make a mistake. You learn. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, just last one, there there's a coach that she. Well, I guess, I guess it's dropped. So 
there's two coaches that are just borderline um, getting back to senior coach. And um, what their struggle is, is they don't have big friend lists. And so they're, they're adding friends and they've, they've done a good job of doing that, but um, they're just not getting, they're not getting a lot of um, response or commenting. Yeah. I would just continue to plug those people in and then go find those new people. Okay. (laughs) I was just going to say, I have, I can't even keep my mouth shut. (laughs) This is what Gina told me a long time ago. Stop working with too little. You're expecting too much out of too little. Uh, So plug them in, tell them to do power hours and go find the new people who do want to work. Stop trying to work. Don't build a business on people who are barely getting by. Because yeah. then every single month, even as a FIBIC, you're going to be dragging the same people. And I right. was my experience. You don't want to do that. It's not fun. Mm-hmm. So yeah. those people might end up being what we call kind of your, your buffer senior coaches, right? So go mm-hmm. find new ones that. It might be fantastic senior coaches. Yeah. They, I mean, but it's always more. So it's like, okay. Because I not fool myself. I think you, is what you, don't, you don't want to wait around like there's no no one's going to be able to tell you how long it's going to take them right it's time and consistency but that time looks different for everybody so if you have potential new definitely I do have three follow-ups for uh coach explorers I did last week tonight and then I've got some some more clients coming and three new clients this month so I am I'm doing it and I'm making me the one of the two, but nice. I got to work in all areas. And then in the words of Michelle Sims, Uh-oh. I want to challenge you <laughs> to do three coach explorers in the next week or whatever. She's always challenging. Well, I'll challenge someone this month to do that. And then I saw two new business threads pop up. So awesome. You have to do it sometimes. I mean, that's the deal though. Sometimes we're not playing with enough players in the game. You know, you, we have to have an abundance of people or you get caught dragging people and that's not fun you you got to go find the right people you know when you have the right people you will know they will be fun you're going to try to keep up with them they're intrinsically motivated someone asked in the chat like how do I motivate my coaches I mean you kind of can't you can awaken them to what's possible but you shouldn't have to what is the saying that Devok Moody always says you can't be relighting their pilot light every single month over and over again that's not what we do as mentors that's you they have to be able to have that intrinsic motivation Mm -hmm. and desire or otherwise it's just like what's the word you're trying to light a wet a wet log or something wet match you're trying to i don't know i have terrible analogies or something you get the point yeah if if their excitement and passion is doing this and you know every time it shoots up it's because you got in there and got them excited again and this has gone on for a year because we have made this mistake at some point you got to stop relighting it and see what happens you have to move on and you got to find new it is more fun you'll slow yourself down if you keep trying to relight the pilot light because then you won't be paying attention to this yeah yeah anything else that might be have caught your eye you know so and they're out there they are. It takes time. I'll give an example. My sister, she was my first, she was a practice health assessment and she did the program. Oh, we are over time. Sorry. I'll just say this. 
she did the program ish the first time did terrible. And I was like, she would have made a killer coach. Well, she's redoing the program five years later. She's killing it. She's coaching. She's in the right mindset. And I know she's about to get a win. She hasn't, she's, she's going to, but it's just a whole different ball game. Now the person she was five years ago versus now. So they're out there and there's people that are really, really passionate about this and want it. Mm-hmm. Wow, Thank you. Because I've been in that treadmill for about three months and it's like, <laughs> you know, well, and sometimes I know we're over time, but we, you know, we have to tell even some coaches like just you get so stuck on dragging the same people to meet a rank. It's like, maybe it's time to just let it go. So you can actually focus on the newer. You're never going to get there. Right. So, um, yeah, you don't want to keep dragging the same people or else you're never going to grow. So just, it's okay. Just let it go. And let's focus on the new energy. Um, Always here for them. Always here for them, but you know, they got to throw the ball back. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Well, I feel like we didn't even get to everything we talked about, but it's already the hour. Almost, almost. <laughs> Except for our working um, in depth. But we kind of did talk about that. Well, we can do yeah, that. We talked about it enough. So yeah, we're good. Well, hopefully that was helpful for people, not too scattered, but um, thank you guys so much for um, tolerating us today <laughs> and um, listening to us. Hopefully that was helpful. And I'll just make sure, you, you know, if anyone needs to stay on to answer questions, we can, but I think we answered everything. Yeah, I'm happy to stay on too, if anybody had any other questions. It's such a new skill to lead another coach through, and she will learn from you leading her new coach. Yes, that's so true. Another genism is don't trust your business in the hands of amateurs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and to inspect what you expect we should start making a list of all her things there may be genisms but i just said genisms um all right i think dana has a question dana your hand is up dana worley can you hear me okay um this is just um i I really appreciate what y'all just talked about today because I feel like I've been like dragging people across the finish line, you know, for a year and then fell off the cliff within Jan- in the, the slow months. And then now I'm kind of rebuilding. So thank y'all for um, the analogies because they stick, right? Don't relight the pilot light every month. Like it's just exhausting. But um, one of the things I wanted to ask if, of the leaders um on this call, and maybe this is an appropriate forum and maybe not, but um, if, there, if, if there could be some advice on the actual um, business of our business, like how those of you who are at the point have created your 401ks, um, have, you know, uh, created or are shop for health insurance like that's that's a business of the business right that we um a lot of times don't get a lot of guidance on and um, maybe that could be a topic for for i know nobody's a c that we don't need to be cpas and we don't need to be you know that kind of stuff but just like you know some key steps or key points that need to be addressed 
as you grow um, in income and business um, depth, I guess. Um, but y'all can let me know about that. And maybe it's something to talk to my mentor specifically about. Um, but I thought <laughs> a lot of people probably could benefit from maybe, you know, just a list of key points and stuff as people start to leave their full-time jobs and look at coaching as a full-time job, you know, what are those key things that you need to do to take care of your finances and business? Anyway. Well, it's, it's hard because everybody has a different financial situation, family situation. So I'd say the first step is get yourself a good accountant who understands home-based businesses. Um, and him or her can sort of guide you on, you know, setting things up. So I talked to mine and said, here's the situation. You know, I want to start like an LLC or what do you recommend? And he said, you, you want to start an LLC and then file S4. That was what he told me. He may not tell you the same thing, he or she, mm -hmm. um, because of your situation. So the first thing for me was forming the LLC um, and getting that federal tax ID number. Um, and you have to do it through the federal, you know, IRS and then your state as well. Um, and then you can get your business checking account. And that's where it really helps because everything that's a business expense, I use the business checking account. Everything's nice and tidy over here. All my business expenses and tax deductions are over here in the business checking account. Um, and so it's a lot easier at tax time instead of trying to go through all of the receipts and stuff. Um, for the business, you can just say, oh, yeah, everything that's come out of this account is tax deductible. It's, it was a business expense. Um, and I would just chip away at it. So the first thing I did was talk to my accountant. Second thing I did was, you know, get the federal tax ID number and start the LLC. Uh, the next thing um, I did was, you know, get the business checking account to make everything separate and easy for me. Um, I mean, you can do all this without an LLC and without a business checking account, but if you want to streamline it and make it easier, um, you certainly can form an LLC and do all this. Um, and then, you know, we got health insurance through the state marketplace and then or the broker. Yeah. And then at one point I set up 401ks, you know, so I just chipped away at it. And we have a match, um, right? Like the way he set it up. Yeah, so the business matches, we give the personal employee, employee, you know, max, and then the business matches. And those are all things that you just, I would just take one little thing at a time and, and research it and learn it. That's how I did it and have a good accountant. Yeah. The insurance part wasn't near as daunting as I thought it was going to be, especially, you know, coming from working as a full-time employee in a hospital you know, where you have your insurance, it, it wasn't, it wasn't all that bad. Did you think? No, no. Not and at then, all. Um, yeah. And like Shork said in the chat, I already had all my retirement stuff with Vanguard. And so it literally was just a quick phone call. And I called him and I said, here's the deal. I have my own LLC, you know, what are my options? And they said, oh, we'll just set this and this up. And it was like super easy. I just go in there every month manually and like, you know, decide what I want us to give. And I mean, it's, it, it, it wasn't hard. It's intimidating at first because you don't understand it, but you just have to know who to talk to. Or financial advisors. Or financial advisors, you know, whatever, you know. Okay. 
All right, I appreciate that. The broker really, and Shorg's dittoing that in the chat there, it's really helpful to have a broker. And our state like gave us the yeah. broker. Yeah, we have an HSA plan yeah. too. Yeah, so okay. high deductible with an HSA. Okay, I appreciate that y'all, thank you. Yeah. Carrie's the pro of that stuff. I'm not the pro. She's good at it, the pro. I've just chipped away at learning it over the years. Well, and we usually try to, you know, offer suggestions like on your FIBIC rank up call and stuff, you know, like, hey, start thinking about these things, you know, so. And it's not something you have to urgently do. You don't, you know, you can always, you can deduct and do your taxes. Um, but, you know, when you start making 50, 60, 70,000 a year, it's probably time to talk to your accountant and say, what do you recommend here? You know. Okay. All right. Jasmine. I think that's her old hand. Jasmina, did you have another question or is that just left over? That was left over. Sorry. Sorry. Thanks. Okay, I have a question now that you asked. <laughs> meant to be, meant to be. She's like, so, um, do you, so one of the things, I'm not yet there, but I know that I and I intend to get there anywhere, but I feel like I'm having such a hard time finding a good financial advisor who really understands our business or has some, you know, whatever, is somebody, it just, there's a C over there. I don't know where to go and how to find the right person. Any ideas on that? I can't help you there because Michelle's dad is my financial advisor and I'm my own financial advisor. I tend to not trust them because they take a certain cut of your income and like net worth and I'm the wrong person to ask because his theory is if you're smart enough to make that money, you're smart enough to be able to handle it. So, wow, Sarah, you can answer it. Well, I mean, kind of the same. Ours is a really good friend of ours. Um, so <laughs> well, you know, it's that trust in there, but definitely I think, you know, you can always start out with some help and then do it yourself. Yeah. So, you know, until you feel comfortable, but definitely the accountant stuff, I think is key. Um, if you're by yourself trying to figure yeah. it out. Yeah, I, like I think uh, Vanguard offers me a free financial advisor, so that's something I would be willing to use. Um, so you can check your retirement account. Sometimes they offer things like that, or your husband. Yeah, ask around, like you know, yeah, if you have yeah. other friends that trust people, like that's kind of the best way to go. Is just ask around. Um, that's pretty much how I've given out mine. Is just people ask, right. So. Thank You're you. You're in Denver, so Jen and Tom's, maybe check. Yeah, I think they use one. Yeah. Okay, we, thanks we so much. Their CPA. Yeah. Just be careful. <laughs> Just be careful is all I'm saying. I have a little bit of a lack of trust with financial advisors, but that's just me. That's. But we do use the same CPA. Yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you so much. Sure. All right. Are we good? Yeah, I think so. See a lot of CPA stuff in the chat. <clears throat> we need Kelly. Yeah, yeah. You guys can take a minute to look at all that. And Kelly had some good tips from Ignite. Um, I don't know when the recordings 
will be available. Yeah, she's really soon. Presentation. Well, she was like in the Bahamas or something for a while, right? So oh, I don't know okay. slowed it down, but but we can check and see. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks everyone for staying on with us. And um, let's see, it's Monday. So we'll see you tomorrow morning on Power Hour. Mm -hmm. we We're will. all going to have on our business. Okay. All right. Bye, guys. All right. See you guys later.